What's going on, everybody? It's Carson Kendrick. This is episode 8 of Stepping Up with Carson Kendrick. And we are going to be talking about a bunch of cool stuff today. We're going to be talking about not caring what other people think, or stop caring what other people think. Same thing. And we're also going to be taking some questions, then we're going to be out of here. So, let's crack in to what we're talking about today. By the way, my chair is super squeaky. If you can hear it, one second. Um, so you might hear the squeaks in the background. But anyways, um, not caring what other people think. This one is huge. Absolutely huge. It's probably one of the best pieces of advice I can actually give to someone. Um, this is amazing. Once you stop caring what other people think, your life actually kind of opens up. Um, you start to become a better person. You start to become cooler, actually. Um, your life opens up in so many different ways. You begin to um, be happier. You start to be more confident. And everything kind of falls into place. So this right here is one of the best pieces of advice I can give by far. So what is stop caring what other people think? Or what is not caring what other people think? Um, What is this whole idea? This whole idea is basically letting go of other people's opinions. Now, this kind of gets into like a little bit of um, what I would say like woo-woo, which is kind of a weird phrase, woo-woo. But what woo-woo means is kind of like um, to like uh, spiritual or um, I don't know how you would say, but like some people think that stuff like this is a little bit too like spiritual or like uh, to Eastern philosophy like if you know what that is. But anyways, this stuff is important really, really either way. But letting go of the other people's opinion is what not caring is or what is stop caring what other people think. This whole idea is really letting go of what other people think about you. There there are a lot of people that think a lot of different things about me. Some people think I'm cool. Some people think I'm weird. Some people think I'm like, you know... Uh, pretty nice guy. Some people think I'm mean. There, there are a lot of different thoughts about who I am, but who I am is who I am. And what other people think, I'm just going to keep on doing what I do. There was this one blog post that I wrote called, um, actually, I think it was called Stop Caring What Other People Think. I wrote it about, I think, a year ago. Um, quite frankly, I don't update my blog as much as I should. I should be writing about every day or at least twice a week, but I really don't. I should definitely get on that, but that post really talks about not caring what other people think, and one thing that I used was this little analogy from this guy named Elliot Hulse. Now listen in. This is huge, and this will help you remember this idea so that you can thrive with this. So just imagine this bird, all right? This bird is in this tree, okay? Um, the bird's sitting in the tree, and he's just singing. And he's singing and singing, you know, singing his song. Then this one guy comes by and says, Bird, I'm, of course it would be a different conversation, but he said, Bird, your song is beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Keep on singing. The bird responded by saying, Thanks, man, but I don't really care what you think. You might think that that's a little bit um, rude. But 
that ju- that's just how the story goes, so you guys can understand it better. So the guy w- w- walks along and kind of does his thing, and the bird's still singing. Then this one guy comes by and says, Bird, you need to shut up. Your song is annoying. It woke me up from my sleep, and now I'm pissed. And he kind of, you know, chucked a couple rocks at the bird. And the bird just looked down at him and said, I don't care what you think. Walk along. I'm going to keep on singing my song. Then that happened over and over. Another guy came, said it was bad. Another guy came, said it was good. And people came and people went. And opinions changed. But the bird kept on singing its song. You and me need to strive to be that bird. Because that bird right there doesn't give a crap what other people think. It's true. When a guy said or came by and said, your song is amazing, he said, thanks, man, that's cool. I don't care what you think. I'm going to keep on singing my song. And when someone came by and said, bird, you need to shut up, he said, cool, I don't care what you think either. I'm going to keep on singing my song. That is how you and me need to be. For me, um, there are a lot of times when I could just go and be mediocre. I could go back to being a normal human being, being mediocre, not going to my full potential. That's something I could do. But being the person that I am, that's not something I'm, that's not something that I'm interested in. So being the true version of myself, being Carson Kendrick, I mean, really, I get a lot of hate for it. Just this podcast alone, I mean, I don't really get a lot of hate for the podcast, but for a second there, I mean, I got a little bit of hate for, from the podcast. And of course, people joke around with my podcast. I understand the difference between joking and hate. Trust me, I definitely do. But for a while there, I got a little bit of hate with the podcast, um, and I got a little bit of hate with the blog. Uh, I mean, I get a lot of hate with my Instagram. Um, people are like, why are, why are all your pictures in black and white? I just think it looks cool. So, I mean, I just do me. I sing my song. And some people say, that's really dope. And some people say, that's so weird. I just keep on posting whatever the hell I want to post. So, the the truth is, there are going to be different people that think different things. Some people think, my feed is amazing on my feed on Instagram. Some people think my feed is horrible. Some people think my feed is gay or whatever they want to say, you know? But I'm going to keep on singing my song no matter what they think. So, and something else, by the way, um, is my style. My style is not normal. I'm, I definitely don't have a normal style by any means. I don't, I don't have like a weird style. I wouldn't say it's weird. I would just say my style is definitely not normal. I mean, I wear really nice clothes. Not, not, not like suits and ties, but I wear like, you know, collared shirts and everything to school because I think it looks good. And some people think it think it looks really good and some people think it looks gay but you know what I keep on singing my song and I wear whatever I want so that right there that sort of mentality of course my mentality is not always the best but I know this mentality that I have taken hold of has helped me it's improved my confidence it really has taken my life in directions that I would have never thought it would so that all goes to say in your life sing your song Sing your song. Some people are going to say your song sucks. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to just be indifferent and not care. But whatever the opinion is of your song, just keep on singing. Don't care what other people think. 
And the thing is, if you stop caring, you become happier. For me, I've become happier when I stop caring. Back in the day when people would say, oh, your clothes look gay, Carson. I used to get that all the time. And I mean, I still do. Do you know what happens? I, well, back in the day, what happened was I would, you know, get like really um, offended. I'd be like, oh, you think my clothes are gay? And I would get offended and stuff and so forth. But now I don't even have the energy to care what other people think, you know? To a, to a certain extent, you, you, you got to care what people think. Like, you can't walk into school wearing a trash bag and a diaper. <laughs> I mean, you get what I'm saying. You have to care to a certain extent. But don't care to the extent that you're going to limit your life. Don't, don't care to the extent that people control your life. For me, I don't let people control my life. I don't stay a slave to other people's opinions. I don't stay a slave to my dad's opinions, my mom's opinions my whole family's opinions, my friends' opinions, girls' opinions, guys' opinions. I don't stay a slave to any of those. What I do is I do whatever I want to do, and if people like it, cool. If people don't like it, okay. So that right there was me kind of preaching about this whole idea of not caring what other people think. Go check out that blog post, by the way, at carsonkendrick.com, C-A-R-S-O-N-K-E-N-D-R-I-C-K.com. Um, there's a blog post, I, th I think it's called Don't Care What Other People Think, but it has a bird on it, um, signifying the story of the bird. Now we got some questions, let's pop into the questions real quick. Alright, this one's from one of my best buddies, um, we've been friends forever. Love him to death, um, he asked, what is the best way to make an impression on somebody new in your life? This one is actually pretty important and it ties into what we're talking about today so let me give a quick story um last summer or i get yeah last summer um for three weeks i went up to yale for a camp in business in entrepreneurship and there were a lot of people there and i went in with no friends no friends at all it's like zero friends and by the end of the camp i had friends like so many friends um and i made friends with a lot of people i had really really good solid friendships people that i still talk to to this day and these people are the type of people that i could go stay at their house if i you know went to went to their city like say i got dropped in their city and i said hey man i'm only gonna be here for like a couple days can i um chill at your house they would be like absolutely cool and we would do that because I made really good friends with these people. And here's how I did that. These, and this question was, how do you make a good first impression? Or how do you make a great impression on someone new in your life? So all these people that I met were new. And these people here were people that I was going to have to spend three weeks with. So I had to either thrive or, you know, be friendless for three weeks. So here's what I did. First of all, I was fearless. And I was absolutely fearless with who I approached. Say it was a beautiful girl. I didn't care who it was. Again, you just need to stop caring. It's huge. Just stop Just stop caring about a lot of things in life. Just go. Because what happens when you try to approach a girl or a guy or a new friend is this thing called approach anxiety. And approach anxiety is really caring what the other person thinks. 
So to take away approach anxiety, take away or um, to take away approach anxiety, just stop caring what other people think. So first of all, I went up to anyone that I thought I would want to speak to. There was this one guy in the camp. He was super duper intimidating. He had like, you know, like, uh, I don't know how you would explain his clothing. He had like black jeans on, like super cool shoes. He had this really intimidating style. He was big. Um, He had like, this and this like um, intimidating hair, if hair can be intimidating, but what kind of what his you know whole style screamed was intimidating. So I was like, I don't know if I want to go talk to this guy. But then on the bus one day, I just sat right next to him, said, "Hey, what's up? I'm Carson." We talked for a while. We got to know each other really well, and this guy is one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Huge inspiration on me. Um. And that guy right there was one of my best friends at that camp. And he's the type of guy that I could go to his city and say, hey, man, I need a place to crash. And he would say, absolutely, stay at my place. And the way that I did this was I just was myself. I was fully and truly myself. Um, because you're going to be a mediocre version of anyone else. Just think about that. You can only be yourself. So you try to be someone else, you're going to be a mediocre version of that. So be yourself so you can be the f- most best high quality version of who you are. Because say you're 25% someone else and the other 75% is yourself, you're going to be 25% mediocre and 75% quality. Why not be 100% quality? So how I made friends with this guy was I was just fully myself, fully myself. Like when he asked, hey, bro, uh, what sports do you play? I was like, yeah, I play tennis. I play tennis for a couple years. He was like, no way, I play tennis too. And, you know, there was a commonality there. And you don't have to have commonalities with people to make them your friend. If anyone's told you that, they're wrong because I have great, great friends that I have zero commonalities with, like literally nothing. Um, And, you know... um, I was fully myself. When he would ask questions about me, I was fully myself, and I would ask questions that were fully myself, and I would have responses that were fully myself. How do you do that? Um, Let me give you an example. Say someone asks you, what are you into? Besides saying, yeah, I'm kind of into, you know, football, and, you know, football's my thing. I like the the Patriots. Um, You know, they made a couple home runs last year. (laughs) <laughs> because you know nothing about football, but you think the other person's going to love football, guess what? You're being mediocre. You are being very mediocre. Don't try to be, you know, someone else. Say you actually like, you know, I don't know, curling. You know, curling with a little thing on ice. Um, And they're like, oh, so what are you into? Just be like, yeah, I'm definitely into curling. Like, well, that actually, that kind of sounds sarcastic. But be like, yeah, I'm, I'm super into curling. Yeah, I do curling like five times a week. And I love it. I watch it on TV and stuff. People are actually going to be more interested in you if you say that. But say you're interested in football and that's what you're actually interested in. Just be like, yeah, I'm really interested in football. I've done this stuff for years and stuff. My favorite team is this. And just be yourself. That's really all I can say is just be yourself when you're meeting someone new. When you want someone in your life um, and you want to make a good impression, just be yourself. 
And again, it's really hard to be yourself in a world that's trying to change you. That's a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Being yourself is the hardest thing in a world that's trying to change you. That quote. And that's that's true. The world is trying to change you. It's trying to make you mediocre. And again, I, I really don't care. You know, the world can do its thing. I'm just going to do my thing. Whatever. The world can try to make me mediocre. I'm going to do my thing. Whatever. Um, the world is going to do what the world's going to do. But you, just be genuine. Be yourself. Don't care what other people think. People will come into your life. That that's That's the reason why I can make friends like that. It's because I'm genuine, I'm true to myself, and I try to be the best Carson Kendrick that I can be. So, um, and by the way, say someone in your life is not, is, say someone that you're trying to, you know, make your friend or whatever, say they're just, they're just not into you. Or say, you know, you're trying to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend and they're just not into you. Drop them. You can do some things, like, like a nerd, like a super nerd, like doesn't know how to socialize and he wants this one girl. Say he's going out, like talking to this girl and stuff, and she just doesn't want him. Two of those, like there, there's there's two things that can be wrong. One thing is that the nerd has no game and has no clue how to interact with women. The, sec- the second thing is that the girl doesn't want him. And when people don't want you, cut them off. Yeah, I did a whole podcast about this. Some people are dumb, and they just don't want you in your life. It's fine. That's fine. That's just how the world goes. I don't really complain about that. Some people are dummies, and they can't see what's in front of them. So just let them go. Don't be mean about it. Just stop giving stop giving the energy, like I said. Huge. Some people are not meant to be in your life. Not everyone is meant to like you. Definitely not everyone is meant to like me. So say that guy that I was meeting on the bus say he didn't like me. Guess what? I can go to the next person, and I can be friends with them. Easy as that. <sighs> so anyways, um, let's go on to the next question. Let's see here. Uh, this is from the same dude. What is the best style tip that has helped you? Hmm. What is the best sp- style tip? Hmm. For me, it's keep it minimal. Um, a lot of times when people hear of a stylish man or a stylish woman, they think that, you know, being stylish, you have to have, like, all of these different colors. You've got to have the best matching and stuff. No. You don't, You definitely don't have to have the best matching. I don't match the best. I mean, I wear, you know, stuff that doesn't match sometimes, but I think it looks cool. Again, I do my thing. And when you just keep it minimal and kind of just, you know, do your thing, and kind of keep it minimal. You don't have to have like like really intricate and amazing scarves uh, in like a different like collar, like a mandarin collar and stuff. You don't you don't have to have all that. If that's something that you like, cool, do it. But you don't have to have all this stuff to be more stylish. You you can literally wear a white shirt underneath a black blazer with black jeans and white shoes or black shoes, and guess what? That looks amazing. That white and black combination looks fantastic. Trust me, I've worn it many times before. It looks so good. Um, you don't you don't have to be super verbose. <laughs> verbose, that's actually probably not the good word to use. But you don't have to be like super crazy with what you wear if you're trying to be stylish. Just do your thing. So there's the there's the um there is the answer for that. Uh, 
let's see here. I'm trying to find the other one. Here we go. Um, let's see. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And what inspires you to create your club? I told you guys about that club. I think, did I tell you about that club? I guess I did. But anyways, if I didn't, um, I'm just like so in the zone right now. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, that club that I was talking about, it's like this mastermind club. It's a collaboration club where people come together and they improve the, and they improve themselves. I created that club at Cambridge, school I go to. It's really dope. Um, it's going to be super cool. And if you guys want to come to that club and you're at Cambridge, hit me up. Uh, it's going to be super cool. Um, so anyways, I'm going to answer this one real quick. What inspired you to create your club? What inspired me to create my club is that I love helping others. That's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm doing blog. That's why I'm going to start making videos. I'm actually videotaping this right now, this um, podcast. And what um, the thing that inspired me to create that was that helping others is really helping yourself. And actually, I don't really want to get too deep into that because that's actually one of the questions that I got asked. But me doing this club is actually going to help me far beyond um, me helping others. It's funny how that works, right? Helping others is kind of helping yourself. But anyways, that's why I created it. It's because I want to help others, and helping others helps me. So, simple answer. Then here's another one. What What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Here's the best piece of advice that I've ever been given. Um... The best piece of advice that I've ever been given is from a book called The Alchemist. Um, and from that book, it said, actually, I can't remember which one it was from. It was either The Little Prince. Well, actually, there's two of the two quotes that are very similar from The Little Prince and from The Alchemist. I'll go from The Little Prince first. These two are both books. So the book called The Little Prince had this one quote in it. And it said, the really fascinating thing about the desert is that somewhere in the desert, there is a well. And I'll kind of decode that in a bit. And then the other quote from The Alchemist, um, cool thing is I actually have it on my bookshelf right here. The cool thing from The Alchemist quote was, um, and uh, was, uh, what was the quote? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was something along the lines of, the great thing about life is that um, there's a possibility of your dream coming true. Those two, those two quotes right there, the first one is a little bit more metaphorical and symbolic, and the second one is a little bit more to the point. But the second one explains the first one. The cool thing about life is that there's a possibility of your dream coming true. And the other one was, the cool thing about the desert is that within it lies a well. So the desert, you can kind of think of like your life. The desert is like your life, all right? And the well is like your, um, it's like your dream. And the same thing is with, you know, it kind of, it kind of ties into that other quote. The well is your dream and the desert is your life. So, I mean, um, they're actually the same exact quote, really. So, I mean, I don't know. 
this is kind of hard to actually explain out loud, but one of the coolest things about these quotes is that when you go through life or whatever, you're going to you're going to find that, you know, it's going to be like a desert. It's going to be hot. There's going to be times where you have no water, you're dehydrated. There's going there's going to be times when you think you're going to die. <laughs> There's going to be times where it's too hot, you just want to, you know, crawl underneath the sand. And there's some times when you just want to run and run and run through the, through, through the desert. And sooner or later, you will find your well. Like that quote from The Alchemist, the cool thing about life is that there's a possibility of your dream coming true. For me, there's a possibility of my dream coming true. I don't really know what my dream is, but I know that one day... If I work hard enough, and if I trek through the desert enough, if I withstand the heat and the longevity and all that, then I will achieve my dream. I know that to be true. Because, you know, the author of the book, Paulo Coelho, or Coelho, I forgot how you pronounce his name. This book failed. It failed pretty miserably, too. And he kept on, he kept on, and he kept on. He trekked through the desert, really. And his book is now one of the most influential and most popular and most amazing books in the world. That was all because he knew that there was a, that, that his dream was out there in the world. He just had to endure the heat and the longevity and all that to find it. I think that's, very inspirational. <laughs> so, that's the best piece of advice I've ever been given. I really didn't explain that well, I don't think, but, you know, whatever. Um, and let's see here. Here is another um, question. This question is... This question is um, from... Someone that asked it actually like a couple, or I guess two weeks ago, I guess. <laughs> and the question she asked was, how do, you how do you differentiate, or her exact words were, um, how do you help yourself and help others? And th there's this really simple answer to this. Helping yourself is helping others. Helping yourself is helping others. Think about that. Helping yourself... Well, shoot, actually, let me rephrase that. It's the other way around. Forget what I said. Helping others is helping yourself. That's why I was saying I was going to come back to this. Helping others is helping yourself. This one is huge. Um, again, really, <laughs> man, I say this one is huge a lot. I say it way too much. Um, but this is a really good concept for you guys to get down. Helping others is helping yourself. So I actually saw something that was really inspirational, kind of <laughs> touched my heart in the most manly way. Um, there, there was this kid, all right, and he was one of the um, special ed kids in our school. And he was sitting in his wheelchair because he can walk. He just walks really slow. There's something wrong with his legs. Um, and there was this one guy. He was a normally functioning human being but he broke his leg um and well he broke his uh i guess his foot or something and he was on you know one of those little scooters where you put your foot up on the scooter and then you ride through and 
the guy on the scooter was trying to get his, get into his locker, and he was kind of having a little trouble. And the disabled kid that was in the wheelchair, the special ed, the special ed kid, he um, got up from his wheelchair, and he said, hey man, do you need a hand? And that right there, I kind of had like this epiphany, like right there, it, really it was almost a miracle um, in my daily life. And it kind of brought me to the realization that that kid that's helping the kid that had the broken leg, the special ed kid that was helping the kid with the broken leg, he is helping himself five times more than the man that is getting helped. Because he is being selfless enough to get up from his wheelchair and maybe encounter some pain while he's walking or, you know, some difficulty while he's walking to go over to the guy that has difficulty and helps him. See, we all kind of walk around life with, you know, broken leg or maybe a difficulty with a walking or we can't run or we have asthma or we're fat or, you know, we have anger issues, we have ADHD, we're, you know, we have some sort of insecurities. My last episode was about that. And we walk through life like that but the truth is, we're so consumed about our own problems. This is how I live my life a lot, and I'm trying to break out of this, but really, I'm so consumed about my own problems. I think, you know, these problems are mine, these problems are horrible, how can this happen to me? But really, there's someone with a knife in their heart right in front of me. And the person in front of me needs way more help than I do. And really, the selfless love that I can give to other people is through something like this. The selfless love that that kid is giving to the other kid is helping himself. And it's and it, I really don't have a reason to tell you that it's, that it's helping himself, but I think that the kid helping, or the special ed kid that was helping the other kid with a broken leg, or broken foot, I guess, he, the, the special ed kid, was... He was being selfless, and he was expanding himself, and he was, you know, going beyond the wheelchair. He could say, he could easily say, and no one would have any problem with this, it would be a very logical, and people would be totally okay with this being the case. It would be totally okay if the kid said, you know, I'm in this wheelchair, I don't really want to get up because it's difficult for me to walk, I don't want to help this guy because, you know, I mean, I have my own problems, that's kind of difficult. People would not say anything against that. They would be fine with that. But he decided, you know, let's be selfless. Let's help another person. Let's be someone that is giving. That's what I strive to do. I strive to give. That's what my whole life is about, honestly. I really just strive to help others while I'm here. And helping others is helping yourself. So when... She asked me that question of what's the difference between helping between helping others and helping yourself is that there's no difference. There, there is no difference between helping yourself and helping others. Because one leads to the other. Helping yourself gives you the capability to help others, and helping others helps yourself. Again, it's kind of hard for me to actually explain and give to you guys in an easy and understandable way. 
It's hard for me to do that because I don't I don't fully I don't fully understand it. I mean, I don't fully understand a lot of things, but I don't I don't really fully understand this. But I know that when I help others, I'm the one that walks away with the benefit. They 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 walk away with benefit, but I mean, I feel like I walk away with almost more benefit than they do. Because I think that helping others is helping yourself. So I kind of rambled on that one. But hopefully you get what I mean. Hopefully you can kind of feel what I mean. Go out and actually help other people. Whether, you know, you are picking a piece of paper that someone dropped off the ground and saying, hey, here you go. Or you are getting out of your wheelchair when you can't walk or have difficulty with walking and helping someone that also has difficulty. You know, that that's kind of what life is about. Um, when you do that, just think about how you feel because I know that when I'm re- respecting other people, like there was this um, janitor lady that was coming out of the janitor's closet and she was pulling... The, uh, like a card out of there and she was having some difficulty with the door and I said let me help you with that and she said oh I don't need any help and I said oh well I'm just gonna help you anyways and when I did that I felt amazing like straight after I had this smile on my face I felt amazing and she probably felt amazing maybe she didn't or she did but I just felt like like I felt like I was you know helping the world <laughs> I felt like it was a cool a cool deed and me kind of doing that type of stuff is expanding myself. I come out of being selfish and I start being selfless because really all of that is huge. So without any further ado, um, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you got a lot out of this. I don't even know how long this is. I haven't looked at the computer yet. I'm not in front of the computer, actually. I'm, re- I'm recording this um, because my microphone is actually away from my computer. I tilt it away so I don't become too conscious of the time because I know when that happens, I kind of stifle what I say. But anyways, hopefully you guys got a lot out of this. It started, it started off a little difficult because I had to do like three or four takes of this. <laughs> it was bad. Like I would get in the middle of it and I would just like either start doing like a lot of stuttering um, or I would just have like, you know, nothing to say. So, you know, hopefully you guys loved this and got a, a lot from this. Um, but again, me helping you guys is helping myself. So take the most away. Stop caring what other people think. Be yourself. Be genuine. You will make a great impression on other people. Be a minimalist with your style. Um, you know, your 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 life is like a desert. There's a well somewhere. You just got to work hard enough to find it. Helping others is helping yourself. Hopefully you guys learned from this. Um, I definitely learned from this, of course. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have a good week. Have a good day. Have a good life. Um, I'll see you in the next one.